Transilience is an old word that very few people use anymore. Transilience comes from the root words trans and silience. Trans means to go beyond. It's the root of transition and also the root of transformation. And silience comes from the word salir, which means to leap. Transilience was traditionally used to describe a leap of change or transition. And in the process of leaping, we evolve from one state to another. And it likely sounds familiar, right? Transilience sounds like resilience. And we've all become acutely aware of the necessity to foster resilience in today's world. And resilience is defined as the act of rebounding or springing back, leaping back after we go through change. But the word resilience didn't fully encompass a concept that I've been trying to define and articulate with a single word. And after tracing the lineage of various words back to their roots, like following a breadcrumb trail, I came across transilience, and it immediately caught my attention. Imagine that transformation and resilience had a love child, transilience would be it. And considering the times that we're living in, this word deserves a comeback. And I know in my bones that bringing this word back into our cultural vocabulary is part of my legacy work. Because we are moving through a collective transformation right now, where we find ourselves in the gap between two worlds. The old systems are dysfunctional and they don't serve a harmonious way of living on this planet. So we know there is no going back, but the way forward is certainly unclear and very uncertain. And we need to learn how to adapt forward, strengthening our capacity and fostering the courage to leap and lead amidst uncertainty. And as we take the leap, we evolve from one state to another. We become a new version of ourselves and we become stronger and more resilient in the process. And for those of you listening to this who are on the path of supporting other people, maybe you're a coach or an integration guide or a microdosing mentor, or you lead a team of people, we need to get stronger on every level to support the enormous amount of people who are waking up to the reality that things are changing in a huge way. And millions of people are struggling to make sense of these times as we find ourselves in the gap between two worlds. And we're experiencing what John Verbeke calls a meaning crisis. And this is only going to continue to amplify. Just over a year ago, I was invited by a council of indigenous elders to accompany them to meet the Kogis and the Mamos, an indigenous group in Colombia. And I actually haven't shared that experience and what transpired there because it was very personal and I actually spent quite a lot of time integrating that experience. And I was with Grandmother Jyoti there, who's been on this podcast before, and she spoke about the Kogi prophecy, sharing this prophecy that says that the ending will fall into the new beginning in 2026. And we are about to enter 2024, 
And these next two years will be a pressure cooker for humanity. And it's not just the Kogi prophecy. There are other indigenous prophecies speaking about this time. The Hopi prophecy and the prophecy of the eagle and the condor. But the truth is we don't need to look very far to see what's happening and how fast things are changing and that we're coming to some kind of culmination or tipping point. We are certainly at some kind of precipice here. And I genuinely believe that psychedelics and sacred plant medicines are teaching us the skill sets and the mindsets that we need to cultivate in order to adapt to these times of change. And I have been talking about this for years. The psychedelic landscape, the medicine realms and dimensions of consciousness that we tap into through the ingestion of these remarkable compounds, that terrain is an advanced training ground for these times. And navigating that terrain is a skill set and it's a mindset, but it's, it's honestly, it's even more than that. It's beyond that. It's more like cultivating an attitude that we can learn to foster, to show up and meet life. These medicines are showing us an entire new way of perceiving and a new way of attuning to our inner and outer realities. Psychedelics are pattern disruptors, and I've spoken about this on the podcast before, especially in episode number 48. The effect that they have on our 5-HT2A receptors just so happens to allow us to adapt in the face of change. They're helping us to navigate increasing complexity while staying rooted in what we care about. That is truly an advanced practice for these times. They're showing us how to become more fluid and flexible in our beliefs and in our identity constructs and the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are and what we're capable of and what we believe is possible. They are fortifying our bodies and our minds, our hearts and our spirits with strength with courage and with fortitude to transform ourselves and transform our lives. And not just once, but over and over again. That's transformation resilience. That is transition resilience. New York Times bestselling author Yuval Noah Harari has been speaking about the importance of cultivating this skill set of reinvention. He says, in order to keep up with the world of 2050, you will need not merely to invent new ideas and products, but above all to reinvent yourself, and not just once, but repeatedly. In his quote, he says, keeping up with the world. And I'm not talking about keeping up. I'm talking about leading, being at the forefront of influencing change, because we know that if we want to keep living on this planet, we need to make some radical changes to the way that we live. And yes, we absolutely need to learn how to adapt. But more importantly, we need to ask ourselves, what are we adapting to and why? There's no point in adapting to a dysfunctional society. There's no point in adapting to an increasing pace of change when the direction of that change is not serving us. 
We need to adapt out of patterns of disharmony towards new ways of being that are rooted in balance and in harmonious alignment, in right relationship with ourselves and with each other and with this earth that we live on. And to lead at that level, to influence at that scale, we need to become it first and foremost. We need to embody that. And that is not a path for everyone. And it's a path that requires significant courage and dedication and daily practice because leading and creating a new way forward means that you need to break free from the status quo which means you need to break free from the status quo of your own mind. You need to break free from your own level of conventional thinking and think in new ways. And from my perspective and from what I've learned over the years is that this process of transforming ourselves is inherently a creative process. We have to imagine that something else is possible. We have to be able to hold a new vision for ourselves to think differently than we previously thought before and take new action in alignment with that vision, consciously molding a new identity along the way. And sacred plant medicines and psychedelics are truly allies for us on this path. And as we shape a new identity, we mold and shape a new space around ourselves. Our environments change. We let go of certain friendships, and relationships that no longer serve us, we set up our lives differently to reflect the interchange and transformation that we're moving through and the new version of ourselves that we are stepping into. And when we look at psychedelics through this lens of transilience, of transformation resilience, it changes how we engage with them. And it also changes how we integrate those experiences and the tools we reach for to support that integration. It also influences the intention we hold going into these experiences and the outcomes that we aim for. And as we already know, psychedelics catalyze change, catalyze being the key word, which means they initiate the process, but they can't make you walk the path. In many ways, you know, the ceremony or the journey itself is really only 5% of the equation at most. 95% is how you show up to implement the changes in the nitty-gritty moments of your everyday life. And after supporting hundreds of other people through psychedelic transformation, I know the importance of supportive frameworks. They are like the scaffolding that support the birthing of a new vision, a new version of yourself. And as Alexander Biner and I spoke about in the last episode, the primary lens through which we engage with these medicines matter, and it matters significantly. And most of the programs and curricula available are working with psychedelics through either the clinical lens or an indigenous lens, which is so beautiful and full of wisdom and very diverse, right? There are a lot of different indigenous lineages who have been working with sacred plant medicines for thousands of years. And to be honest, it's not always easy to apply an indigenous worldview to support the transformation of our Western psyche, and then we have the clinical lens, which is super important. 
But the reality is that the percentage of people seeking psychedelic experiences or sacred plant medicine ceremonies to treat clinical depression is a much smaller percentage than those showing up for psycho-spiritual purposes because they are moving through some version of the meaning crisis and they desire change because what used to work for them is no longer working for them and something's got to give. And there are millions of people feeling that right now. And that's manifesting as a lack of clarity, a lack of direction in life, a lack of support and feelings of disconnection from themselves, from other people and from this earth. And they're likely not even aware of the ramifications of what being so disconnected to nature has on their lives, the impact that it really has. They're experiencing a deeper level of questioning of their purpose and their path in life, struggling with feelings of overwhelm, chronic stress, transition fatigue, experiencing bouts of mild depression and low moods, grief and sadness and anger, even if they don't know what's causing it. People are starting to brush up against burnout in a major way and starting to question what are they trying to keep up with in the first place. And all of this influences chronic unhealthy habits that are rooted in an old version of themselves and that they want to break free from, but they're having a hard time changing because they're losing a deeper level of meaning and purpose in their lives. And they're experiencing chronic internal narratives that keep them stuck. And these parts of themselves are usually very unkind and unforgiving and critical. And they're ready for a change. And I would say that significantly more people are exploring microdosing and mushrooms and ayahuasca ceremonies because of these reasons than they are because of clinical depression or severe PTSD or debilitating addiction. And that group of people, they need a level of care that requires a certain level of training. And what I previously listed, these symptoms of the meaning crisis, are really the most common ailments of our time. And they're ailments that are actually causing a significant amount of suffering. And because they're suffering and because they desire change, they're seeking out psychedelic and sacred plant medicine experiences. But there are very few frameworks that focus on integration and preparation to support this segment of the population. What I believe is the vast majority of people seeking out sacred plant medicine experiences for psycho-spiritual reasons, people who want to reinvent themselves in some way, shape, or form. And that's why I created and launched Transilience, a six-month facilitator training program for psychedelic coaches, integration guides, and microdosing mentors who want to learn a new framework for supporting the vast majority of the people seeking out these experiences. And supporting people through this meaning crisis we're collectively moving through, which I believe is going to intensify, it actually requires a significant level of skill set to support other people through this rebirthing, through the process of reinvention where letting go of old ways can be excruciatingly painful 
And you need to learn how to hold space for and support people through that level of grief. Changing ourselves is hard. We all know that. Helping other people change is even more challenging. And it requires even more skill. Helping someone transmute a limiting belief into a more empowering one, that's a skill set in and of itself. But you can't help someone else change until you know the intricacy of inner transformation and you deepen your understanding of it on every level. And that requires a significant amount of dedication. And it also requires a multidisciplinary approach. It requires learning how transformation unfolds in the body and how it unfolds in the mind. There's many, many layers to understanding the science and wisdom and mysticism of transformation. So Transilience is a training program for you if you want to strengthen yourself, learn new frameworks, new models and tools so that you can embody and foster transformation resilience so that you can become stronger and more effective at supporting other people on the path of psychedelic transformation. There is so much that makes this program truly unique. First, as I've alluded to, it starts at a fundamentally different starting point. Instead of aiming to reduce mental illness, Transilience is about enhancing and optimizing human flourishing. And it's built on the foundational pillars of creativity, connection, adaptability, and resilience. And this program, Transilience, is really the culmination of everything that I've been teaching over the years and so much more. I'm going to be sharing a framework that I've developed through the embodied practice of it for the past 13 years. And it's not just how I transformed my life through some of the most challenging portals of transformation that I had to reinvent myself through, but it's the tools and the frameworks that I've been drawing upon to support many other people on the path of psychedelic transformation over the years as well. This program weaves psychedelic science with the wisdom teachings of Tibetan Buddhism. As many of you know, I've had a deep root in the Buddhist tradition for the past 15 years, and I weave that with nature-based spirituality. Nature truly holds all the keys for how we can embody a new way of being on this earth. And I'm going to share what I've learned through open-air outdoor living for the past 20 years. And I weave that with creativity research and all that I've developed over my time in graduate school studying creativity and change leadership and the new frameworks that I've built at the intersection of psychedelics and creative cognition. And I weave that with neuroscience, shamanic principles, cognitive sciences, somatic psychology, and leadership development. This is a six-month program that covers 12 core modules, some of which include the neuroscience of perception, the science and practice of mental imagery, applying psychedelic science to support inner transformation. And you're going to learn how to apply the six P's of creativity to all aspects of psychedelic transformation. This program will help you expand your understanding of the nuanced complexity of set and setting, and will offer you new models 
for preparation and integration, as well as what's possible during the psychedelic experience itself. With this program, I aim to redefine the essence of what it means to be creative and the agency that we all have to create the lives that we truly want to be living and to contribute our lives in a way that's of service to the greater good. What makes this program truly unique besides the entire curriculum are the two immersive solo medicine journey weekends where we come together to support each other on the deepening of our solo medicine practice. Because the truth is you can only guide others as far as you've gone yourself. So these immersive weekends take place in the comfort of your own home, but we gather online for preparation the day before and integration the day after. And we come together to open and close the ceremonial container. And these journeys are really an opportunity for you to apply what you've been learning, bringing the tools and new perspectives with you into medicine space so that you can come to know the nature of your own mind and expand the boundaries of what you believe is possible. That is the essence of psychedelic transformation. It's about fully showing up to meet your own growth edge, transforming your deeply ingrained patterns, patterns that live in the body and in the mind. And the more that you understand how that transformation unfolds within you, the more effective you will be at supporting others on this path. We need to walk the path that we are teaching. And ultimately, we become what we practice. And this program emphasizes the power of daily practice. And we gather twice a month to practice together as a community. So this program, to be clear, is not a how to become a microdosing coach program. But if you are a microdosing coach or an integration guide, this framework will significantly level up your skill set to support others. Regardless of what medicines you work with, this program is the curriculum that surrounds the journey and supports every aspect of it. Transilience starts September 13th. It's a six-month container broken up into two parts. The first half is more focused on personal transformation, learning the tools and the frameworks and journeying through the process yourself. And then we take a break for Christmas. And then the second half starts again in January, where we focus more attention on professional development and applying what you've learned to support others on the path. And the second half of this program also focuses on how to build your own models and frameworks and cultivate your thought leadership in the psychedelic space. And I would say that that's probably one of the other biggest benefits of joining this program. So I'm teaching you the frameworks, and then I'm also showing you and teaching you how I developed this curriculum by weaving my creative process as a content creator and as a teacher into my medicine practice. It's truly powerful. You'll also gain more clarity on your strengths as a coach or a guide or a mentor, and I'll also help you hone in on the niche that you want to serve and support. There is so much included in this training program. 
I also have a stellar lineup of faculty and guest teachers, people who have been walking this path for many, many years. And a huge benefit of joining this program is to strengthen your network of peer support, professionals who also aspire to cultivate a level of mastery on this path. Fostering transilience is a skill set, and the more you learn how to practice it and embody it, the better you'll be able to support other people through these times of intense transition. This program is by application only because I want to make sure that everyone who's entering this program is truly ready for this kind of training and has a depth of practice under their belt. As I mentioned, the program starts September 13th and runs all the way through until April 4th. There are limited spaces available in this cohort, so if you are feeling the call, I suggest viewing all the details at lauradon.co forward slash transilience. If you have any questions, please email me at support at lauradon.co. If you are feeling the call and you're not sure if this program is for you, please fill out the application anyway. And either I or my team will follow up with you. All right, friends, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode about transilience. For those of you feeling the call to join me, I genuinely look forward to deepening on the path alongside you. All right, friends, once again, my name is Laura Dawn, and you're listening to the Psychedelic Leadership Podcast. Until next time.